Hello, everybody. I decided I would go ahead and put together a video uh, to talk a little bit more about what's going on with Joe Rogan and Spotify. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for your donations. I just got two generous donations on PayPal. I seriously appreciate it. Um, I don't want to throw out their names because I didn't get permission to do so. Uh, but I did send them emails thanking them specifically. And it seriously brightened my day because things have been a little rough around here lately. Um, with my health problems. Uh, so in any case, getting into it, I want to first of all go back to the beginning because I think what's really going on at Spotify has almost nothing to do with the COVID stuff. I think that that's really just kind of the the new opportunity that people who had already wanted to censor Joe Rogan at Spotify are using. Kind of in a similar vein to the Gina Carano thing, the people that want her or rather wanted her canceled, you know, they started off on a different issue as well. And I think that it's kind of along the same veins. It was the trans mob, and more specifically trans activist mob, that was going after Gina Carano that wanted her canceled. And the thing that Disney finally canceled her for had nothing to do with that. But I think what people don't tend to consider when all of this kind of stuff is going on is that people are piggybacking on it. So when people are calling for Joe Rogan to be censored, they have their own issues that probably have absolutely nothing to do with COVID-19. So let's go back to when Joe Rogan moved to Spotify in the first place. This is way back from an article back in September you know, 22nd of 2020. Spotify employees threatened to strike if Joe Rogan podcasts aren't edited or, or removed. And basically a group of Spotify employees threatened to strike and the kind of stuff that they were upset about, once again, had nothing to do with anything, you know, regarding the pandemic. It was stuff like they don't like that he platforms people like Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro or, you know, anybody who, you know, doesn't follow and toe the line on the issue of trans rights and the issues of race rights. As far as like, you know, not that, you know, that any either of those people shouldn't have rights. It's specifically Joe calling them out along with some of his guests on just some of the obvious, you know, illogical, you know, points that they make, you know, when they're pursuing this kind of activism. And that's really what people wanted silenced. And the more I discuss these kinds of issues with the people involved in those movements, it becomes clear that that's really what they want. They, they just want people silenced on these issues. And that's what these people are really after. That, that's what this is really about. The, the stuff regarding the pandemic is just, you know, a more convenient, higher profile issue. But the people that are really pushing this, you know, and you see it now because they're all sneering and laughing and, you know, think that, you know, basically feel really good about themselves for finally getting, you know, some of the stuff on Joe Rogan's, you know, content uh, censored. You know, what they're really happy about is just that they got to take down a bunch of other stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with the pandemic. Forbes reported that over 110 episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast were taken off of Spotify. And there's actually an active list going around and some people immediately went, well, this must have to do with the episodes that, you know, he used the N word in. And unfortunately, that's not the truth. There are actually a lot of episodes that were taken down from both right leaning and left leaning people. So it's interesting to note just kind of the, I guess it's hard to put a finger on specifically what it is they think they're after. But Kyle Kalinske, for example, is by no means some kind of right winger. You can take a look at this website here. I'll provide a link to this website uh, in the description of this show, but um, 
This is called JRE Missing, and this website automatically detects when an episode comes off of Spotify. Um, but if you take a look down here at this list, you know, you've got Alex Jones Returns. Well, you can kind of understand why they might want to get rid of that. But again, it probably has nothing to do with the pandemic. God Sod. Oh, look at that. You know, an anti-woke professor. Yep, got to get rid of that. You know, um, Kyle Kalinske. So, like, Breaking Points just did an episode about this. Again, this is a progressive leftist guy. You know, I don't even agree with him on some of his stuff. Obviously, his take on things like Rittenhouse and all that was stupid. But the the only thing, because like they were like trying to figure out what it is that would get this episode removed, and ironically, one of the things that Kyle and Joe Rogan talked about in that episode was internet censorship and how big tech has too much power because they can censor certain messages. So of course that had to come down. You know, um, some of these guys like you know are just fighters, so it probably had to do with just other things that they were conversing about. But like Sargon of Akkad. They didn't discuss the pandemic on that episode. I watched that episode. But of course, they don't want any more attention to this guy. You know, it's particularly not from somebody who's got millions of subscribers. You know, but they did talk about the woke nonsense. They did talk about cancel culture. They did talk about people like Anita Sarkeesian. So obviously that had to go. You know, Gavin McGinnis, you know, I can understand that guy's controversial. But again, did they didn't talk about the pandemic. You know, um... Eddie Bravo can talk about some pretty crazy conspiracy stuff sometimes, but for the most part, he's a jujitsu dude. And of course, they had to take down Milo Yiannopoulos. I mean, I'm pretty sure that episode happened before the pandemic had even taken place. So again, taken down for cancel culture reasons. You know, again, unfortunately, some of these people I don't know, you know, but uh, another Gavin McGinnis, another Milo show, you know, um, Stefan Molyneux. Now, unfortunately... The reason that I don't like that they took this one down is because Joe called him out on his bullshit on this podcast. Like, put him on the spot about things that he had lied about, specifically about why his wife was removed as a psychologist. Um, you know, and so this episode was important for discrediting Stefan Molyneux, but, you know, again, you know, they had to take that down. And I know they didn't talk about the damn pandemic, so it has nothing to do with that either. You know, let's take a look. We'll just kind of scroll down here, see if there are any more that I'm familiar with. You know, um, War Machine beat up his wife, you know, but that was like, th this episode happened before anybody knew anything about that. Um, sliding down here further, see if there's any more of these that I actually know anything about. Uh, but again, there's a whole bunch of people on here that it really had nothing to do with any of that. You know, Adam Kokesh, uh, so if this was just supposedly about that, that this is just supposedly like Kevin Smith, like, why would they take down the guy who made the Jay and Silent Bob stuff? Again, had to be things that they were talking about that employees at Spotify that have just been waiting with bated breath, you know, at the possibility of being able to censor Joe Rogan, you know, we're just waiting for the opportunity and now they got one, you know, so Bill Burr, I'm sure he just said some politically incorrect things. That's his nature. You know, so anyway, there's just there's kind of an obvious point here that these these people are not like the scientists that said things that are not approved to say, you know, about COVID. So there has to be another motive here. And I'm obviously willing to bet that that motive probably has something to do with 
the same shit that these people wanted to, you know, censor, you know, or edit his podcast for before, you know, their motives had nothing to do with the pandemic then, you know, and I'm sure that most of those people are just saying, oh, cool. Now we got another opportunity to go after this guy. When I listen to people talk badly about him, they usually just say stuff that just isn't true. And that was another thing that finally got brought up. Like Sam Harris, like I, my listening to him is kind of conditional at this point because he says a lot of crap that I don't agree with. But one of the things that Sam Harris did point out was that um, to suggest that Joe Rogan is racist is just asinine. But we need to stop letting them call anybody racist who just says anything that they don't agree with. And that's essentially what racism as a statement has become now. Don't disagree with a person of color. Well, specific people of color or you're racist. Don't disagree with the narrative regarding racial issues or you're a racist. You know, and I guess Sam Harris actually put out his little 20 minute bit about this. And I think he kicked, you know, kicked them pretty hard in the teeth about it and was very succinct. And he still said that he doesn't like that Joe brought on, you know, other scientists who have other points of view about the pandemic, you know, but the thing is, is that the people that are jumping on this now, again, they don't care about that. They don't want Jordan Peterson on the air anywhere. They don't want Ben Shapiro on the air anywhere. They don't want Milo, you know, Yiannopoulos or any of these conservative people up at all, you know, and they have to go after the Kyle Kalinske stuff because again, they talked about how big tech shouldn't have the power to engage in this kind of censorship, you know, and again, folks, they're, you know, they, they keep saying, well, it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. And I keep telling you guys, I'm like, look, super wealthy people controlling the narrative is not better than the government doing it. These people are like the super wealthy, like a guy who like Jeff Bezos is literally having a bridge dismantled. That was like a historical landmark because he wants to be able to get his expensive yacht out to the ocean. You know, like people who think that their like wants and desires are that much more important than yours do not have your best interests in mind. And I'm glad that conservatives are starting to pick up on the fact that there is a problem with people being super duper wealthy, even if you're a capitalist. This presents all kinds of problems, you know, but in any case, without getting too sidebarred, my point is, is that if you think that you're cool with censorship now, you know, you are, you know, and and to suggest, for example, that, well, this is okay because it's corporate censorship. I don't think you recognize that, as I've said in the past, everybody who engages in censorship always believes that they are justified. They always believe that their censorship is good censorship and that it's okay that they're doing it because they are right and the other people are wrong. This is how it always starts. This is why I said that censorship is not just a concept, it's a mentality. You get into the mentality that it's acceptable for you to shut everybody down who does not agree with you and this it's just a slippery slope. It just becomes easier to engage in that than to engage in any critical thought about maybe you might be right Maybe you might be wrong. It just becomes easier just to shut up, shut down anybody who doesn't agree with you. And because of that, your views don't evolve. That's how you end up with bullshit like, you know, the recent uh, hilarious situation that went down on Dr. Phil with those non-binary activists trying to argue, you know, with Walsh was that you can tell, and especially with their reaction after the fact, you could tell that they were accustomed to being in quote-unquote safe spaces where people were just not allowed to disagree with them. And when they were asked a basic 
you know, concept question of like, well, how can you say trans women are women if you can't, you know, identify what a woman is or define what a woman is? How can you define that? If you can't define the concept, then how can you make statements about the concept? And they did not have an answer for that. And they lashed out in response and said that they were set up and, you know, that they were told it was going to be a safe space and it wasn't. So again, it's just, it's not healthy. Do not engage in censorship. Do not think that you as a human being are wise enough to make that decision about who gets to talk and who doesn't. It's not better if corporations do it, period. It's not. You know, and the thing is, is, and as I pointed out on some of my earlier episodes about censorship, okay, um, when you finally get these people cornered and you can get them to admit it, most of them are, you know, on board with the next step. They would like it if the government just engaged in censorship of anything that they didn't like. They would love it if it was illegal to not agree on trans issues. They would love it if it was illegal for you to not agree on race issues. They, they would love that if that was illegal, you know, and that's the reason why they try to engage in censorship in every way they can get away with on college campuses and elsewhere, you know, so to try to suggest that, you know, at this point, it's just a, you know, more or less a fig leaf that they're hiding behind when the truth is, is they really just don't want anybody to be allowed to disagree with them. You know, that's, it's funny. It's like, you know, there's a statement I once made recognizing the way people react on social media when I'm defeating them in a debate is like, Hey bro, don't hate me for being right. You know, because that's how they react. They engage in personal attack almost immediately. And and they don't want, and they want you silenced. They want you banned. They want you blocked. Because it's easier, again, to do that than to be responsible, you know, for actually creating some kind of rational basis for your feelings. You know, so in any case, I want to talk about an episode that I did a while ago that I ended up having to literally remove from, well, I think it, I have like a stub version of it on YouTube, but I'd like you guys to watch it again because it's really important. It's part of my Do You Think For Yourself series, and it's available on BitChute. Let me take a look at it. On this episode of my Do You Think For Yourself series, it was part five, um, I go over with some clips from a film that was put out that unfortunately I feel don't got enough, did not get up enough attention. It was a film adaption of Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. And I used some clips, so that's probably why YouTube went after it, but it doesn't change the fact that um, the message was very clear. That's what this book was about. Censorship is not just about like trying to prevent harm, you know, in the terms of harm that are now being used, which is like, you harmed me because you disagreed with me. It's also about controlling your thoughts. It's about controlling the thoughts of the masses by preventing them from being exposed to certain ideas. And there is a danger from misinformation. I'm not saying that there isn't. But the way to handle that is through critical thinking and analytical thinking and teaching people basic skills of being able to, you know, seriously think about the information that they see and come to basically arrive at conclusions that are rational. But that's not what's going on. These people have openly called out ration and logic as whiteness. They don't want you to think rationally and logically. They just want you to listen and obey. That's really what that clip that I keep talking about from the Brett Weinstein Inquisition that I mentioned when I had him on my show was about, is that they wanted Brett to go to just bow down and submit. They didn't want it to be, you know, to need to be logical or rational. You know, so anyway, going back to this, um, I will link this bit shoot link in the description. If you have not, not watched this episode of Do You Think for Yourself about censorship, 
I would really ask that you do so, because there's a lot more at stake here than just some podcasts on Spotify. In the end, this isn't even going to do anything to Joe Rogan. The reality is, is that Joe Rogan was pulling people to Spotify, not the other way around. So he, he could literally even just host stuff directly on a website of his choosing, and he would still have a ridiculously large audience. So in the long run, this may actually uh, be kind of a pressure valve reaction that may lead to, you know, kind of exposing the truth. You know, maybe people will become more conscious of the fact that censorship is dangerous because he's not going to stop. Joe Rogan isn't going to stop being Joe Rogan. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, just he's he's too big, too big to fail at this point. Um, I guess uh, Rumble recently offered him $100 million to switch to Rumble. That would be fantastic for Rumble. They already got Glenn Greenwald, um, who's another great truth teller. Again, don't always agree with him, but don't want to always agree with anybody that I deal with. That's called being a free thinker. Um, so thanks again for tuning in today, guys. And you know, once again, thank you so much for the financial support that I've been getting uh, and I'm going to be doing some more content. Gary Lamb and I are talking about doing a stream. I'm just hoping to try to get Gary Lamb and Strategic Eyes on at the same time for their perspectives on this conversation. Uh, we're going to be talking about certain cop shootings and stuff like that. Um, so in any case, uh, thanks again for tuning in, guys. You know, once again, you can head over to my website, v-radio.us, where you can find all of my links to my various social media um, right now I am locked out of my V radio based Facebook account. You can still use the page and I can still read it. I have other accounts. Um, it's nothing nefarious, just like it had a phone number on it that it used to be my phone number from years ago and I never changed it. And I guess somebody else got that phone number and was trying to get into their own account. So it ended up locking me out of mine. I'm trying to find a way to resolve that. Unfortunately, the way it works is, you know how it is trying to get a hold of Facebook's customer service. Um, the only way that is available like to unlock my account is to send a text message to a phone number I no longer have. So I've tried calling the number and we'll see what happens with it because it looks like I'm literally going to have to get a help from them because you can't ever get a hold of Facebook. But all these other social media stuff on here, like you can still get a hold of me. Once again, I can still read what goes on on the page. I have other accounts you can interact with me with. Um, and... You know, I'm still on Telegram, Discord, Getter, Twitter, etc. And you can find all that at v-radio.us. I want to thank everybody for your support. Yes, if you want to continue to support me financially, you can do so on PayPal directly. Um, become a patron. I do have a subscribe star. I'm not really pushing it very hard right now because um, you have to reach a certain threshold of money before you're allowed to pull it out. Um, the only reason I'm in such financial trouble is that... Um, I was kind of basing everything on when I was going to get my next tax return because my tax returns are usually pretty big. Um, but because of the whatever's going on with the unemployment that I got last year, they're holding up like the documents that I will need to even file for basically a whole other month. So everything got stretched out. I had to max out a credit card I didn't even want to use because I was trying to get completely out of debt, among other things. So I seriously appreciate it, guys. Um, when I logged on and saw that I got that big donation today, it really warmed up my day. So I appreciate it. I appreciate the love, and I will continue to put out some great content. To those of you especially who keep sending me these chunky big donations, please, you know, by all means, contact me and, and let me know if there's anything that you'd like me to cover on the show. You know, if you guys support it, I'll see what I can find. If there's anything you want my thoughts on, I mean, that's why I did the show about the truckers' strike and um, or you know, stuff like that. So... 
reach out to me and thanks for tuning in to V Radio.